Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Soundprints for the week of April 30, 2017. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind held elections this past Friday at its spring quarterly meeting. Our new officers are Bill Wright, President, Deb Lewis, First Vice President, Josh Gentry, Second Vice President, Natalie Couch, Secretary, and Deanna Scoggins, Treasurer. Debbie Dethridge will continue to serve on the GLCB board as immediate past president. Crystal Brock was elected to a one-year term as a director. That seat became vacant when Josh Gentry moved up to second vice president. Almost one year ago, on May 15, 2016's Sound Prince, Darren Harbour, a 2006 graduate from the Kentucky School for the Blind, shared his experiences as a blind person in the world of acting and modeling. Now, a year later, Darren is once again a guest on Sound Prince. On page two, he brings us up-to-date information on his new undertaking, Imagine Blind Players, and he shares upcoming dates for the presentation of the theater troupe's first mystery. Local chapters can draw speakers from around the country just by using the iPhone. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind was pleased to have Jeff Bishop, ACB board member and one of the major movers and shakers with ACB Radio, to give a very informative presentation about the many facets of ACB Radio and the growing ways everyone can listen at our quarterly meeting on Friday, April 28. Jeff visited with us from his office at Arizona State University in Tucson via phone. Adam Rushevel has edited the presentation and Q&A from the audience on page 3 of this week's Sound Prints. Have you registered your affiliates team for the 2017 ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk? The Kentucky E-Racers are now at the starting gate, and once again, it's our chance to raise money to help support KCB programs, such as sound prints in the KCB newsletter, KCB chapter activities, and the work of the American Council of the Blind. Donna Brown, chair of the ACB Walk Committee from West Virginia, was another featured guest by phone at the Greater Louisville Council quarterly meeting this past Friday. Listen in on page 4 and find out how you can get your name listed on your team's official walk page on the ACB website. And by the way, you can contribute to the Kentucky eRacers team and help keep sound prints coming to you every week by visiting our walk page at https colon slash slash acb dot donor pages d-o-n-o-r-p-a-g-e-s dot com slash 2017-ACB-WALK slash eracers e-r-a-c-e-r-s Now, if you don't want to use the website, give the KCB office a call at 502-895-4598 and we'll be happy to help process your donation to support the Kentucky Erasers by credit card. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. Our guest on Sound Prince on this page is Darren Harbour. 
Listeners to Sound Prince will recall that last fall we had an interview with Darren where we talked about his experiences in the theater and doing some runway work and um, just some really unusual things for a person with low vision. Uh, and so since that time, Darren has been involved in a group that he's built called the Imagine Blind Players. And so, Darren, if you would... Welcome to Sound Prince, and please tell us what this group has been up to and what's coming up in the near future. Thank you for having me, Carla. I, uh, it's been a really amazing experience having have such a very high-performance level group that has always wanted to perform traditional-style theater and never felt that they could. It was always told that they couldn't because of their visual impairment. Um, so they would, you know, performance-wise and artistically be, uh, and I don't like to say limited, but limited to, you know, only singing, only violin playing, you know, things that are more stationary, not having to move around the stage. Uh, even the idea of dancing would just be like, oh, how are we going to do that? You know, how is this going to work? We're going to have to do something different. But it's been my philosophy and it's been my duty and it's been my study as a blind performer that we can do everything that anybody else can do uh, with the proper teaching and, uh, and the time and the patience. So this year, uh, we've been rehearsing every week at the United Crescent Hill Ministry. They've been so gracious to let us use this facility for rehearsal space. And this play, Lady Anderley's Rose, uh, donated by the Whodunit Murder Mystery Company, has a lot of layers. I mean, there is singing, there is ballroom dancing, there's high levels of comedy, uh, there's some twists that, that we've added uh, on our own, and there's what we call table walks. Um, we found a great teacher at the Sh uh, Shall We Dance Dance Studio, uh, Kimberly. She uh, came in every week uh, teaching us the tango, the waltz, and the Charleston. And as you can imagine, <laughs> yes, Yes. Darren, I want to see you doing the Charleston. It's a really fun dance, and you can do it with a partner, or you can do it facing out, and uh, lot, lots of fancy footwork and, and twisting of your body. Um, it's, it's, it's been really fun. And, and again, everybody in the beginning was just, you know, I'm just not sure how this is going to work. Um, the dance instructor I found, a very patient woman and always very eager to have uh, the experience with us and say, you know, yes, you can do this and we'll figure it out until we get it. Um, and it's and that's been wonderful. Um, everybody's tangoing just fine. Um, it took some time getting into it, you know, extra long rehearsals. But the point is, is that we're going to get there and that we're there confidently now. Uh, so we thank Kimberly for that. Another layer to uh, being able to move around on stage, you know, in theater is that we're not using our canes and dogs. You know, we're really learning the stage just the same as we get around in our own homes without our canes and dogs. Um, I've hired um, movement specialists that I've worked with uh, in, in my background in theater. Erin uh, Lee Kreitz, uh, she's a movement specialist and Commedia dell'arte specialist, and she taught us a lot about uh, body uh, expressions uh, and using our entire body and what that body language uh, can mean uh, in proper context with and without words and just inflections. Um, so she's been wonderful. We've had uh, some hours in with her. Uh, my sister, uh, who I've mentioned before, Jasmine Ross, is uh, who I call our visual director. She uh, is a you know top model. She's modeled for many different companies in promotional advertisement. She's been teaching us uh, along uh, with the movement specialist about facial expressions, uh, small hand gestures, 
uh, dance movements uh, for different intricate parts of the play. Um, a, a lot of layers of movement, and everybody's just been, you know, so glad to know. You know, this means this. This means that. It's like sign language for your entire body, um, and and now knowing what what those things mean. Um, so lots of layers of education, and we've been rehearsing every week since the end of June. Um, you know, and if, once a week in here, every every week has uh, it, it's definitely taken some some time, but it's taken a, a great good amount of time to learn something that we've always wanted to know. Uh, part of the reason why I joined the circus, for example, was that I didn't know what they were doing on the silks and on the trapeze and, you know, how does this ball walking thing work? And I didn't know what it was until I physically did it myself um, and was able to touch it and really see it with my hands. And by that time, now that I'm seeing what it is, well, I guess I'm doing it now, so you kind of stay with it. Um, and they've been learning that. Um, I've, I've, it's been wonderful watching everybody's confidence grow. It's been wonderful watching them grow as performers. We've had voice and dialect specialists come in. Uh, it's, it's just been a, a great deal of education. And even for the instructors, they've learned so much from us in changing their teaching styles to accommodate every type of person because learning through seeing is not the only way to learn and to teach. Uh, and they've been learning a great deal of that from us as well. So what is going to happen now with all of this knowledge? We're, we're coming up to uh, May and there are some things in the works where you're going to be putting this into in, into motion here uh, somewhere other than just coming in and practicing on Wednesday night. This practice and all these hours that we put into it is about to come to a uh, a wonderful eruption of volcano of artistic expression splattering colors all over the wall as we present our debut show Lady Anderley's Rose opening May 26th every Friday evening all the way through June 23rd. Uh, we are presenting, of course, our first show for the Roundabout exclusively on May 12th uh, as a private show uh, right here at the Community Center uh, for the Roundabout. And uh, we have a dress rehearsal at the Bristol. We've been doing a lot of dress rehearsals at the Bristol to map out um, our stage and get our feet, feet, feeding and footing and, and everything going on in there and mobility. Uh, we're very excited. Uh, everything has come together. It's been a lot of millions of pieces of puzzle pieces, but it's coming together quite nicely. And we are ready to perform. At this point, we're tired of rehearsing. We're ready to show <laughs> it off in front of an audience. We're hoping the ticket sales continue to go up. Um, and we want people to be able to see that, you know, what our slogan is. And that's that, you know, imagine, uh, imagination is beyond sight. You know, that's what we illustrate, you know, just how far beyond you can go when you close off a sense that sometimes is limiting. Uh, well, we're just so excited that here at Roundabout on May 12th, it's, it's going to be such a different Roundabout than we've ever had because uh, we'll have our opening part of Roundabout, just like we always do, uh, during uh, 3 o'clock until, oh, around 5.30, quarter to 6. And then we're going to go into almost dinner theater mode. And uh, we're going to have a presentation by the Imagine Blind players of Lady Anderley's Rose. And it's we're, we're not going to just be sitting around like we usually are around about you're going to actually come in and move the tables where you want them oh yes uh, and, and we've consulted with everybody here to so that we know exactly where the tables are going to be and the interesting thing uh, about these dinner theater murder mysteries uh, for this particular style from whodunit is that we do what's called table walks there's three scenes and you have two scenes to figure out who the murderer is in the in this particular show and in between those scenes we actors come in 
and talk to all of the audience members while you're at your tables in character, and you can drill us with as many questions as you like about who you about trying to figure out who the murderer is. And the only lie we can tell is that we didn't that we just simply did not do it. Um, and and we're excited about that at the roundabout because at the end you get to first of all get the reveal, and then there's an opportunity to say. Uh, who you think done it, and um, and normally what we do with the with the sighted audience is that they fill out solution cards. But for the roundabout, we're going to do a bit of a mic around and let everybody let us know before we reveal, you know, who they think done it, why did they do it, and what was the clue that tipped you off. And you get some pretty hilarious answers through a process like that. So we're very excited to perform uh, for the roundabout, and also invite you all on stage a couple of times during the performance to dance with us. And, oh my goodness! And after all the training we've had, trust me, we got you. <laughs> Well, this just sounds so fun. This is certainly a first for Roundabout. We've been doing Roundabouts a couple of years, and we've not ever had a dinner theater before. So uh, this this is going to be great. We'll have a wonderful experience. But more importantly, um, we're pleased to be part of the preparation process for your performance at the Bristol. We are pleased to uh, have you guys to support, um, uh, you know, and having being able to reach out to our community and perform for you guys first is uh, is, is a great honor, especially for such a, a big opportunity having a debut show. Um, I have so many thank yous to send out. You know, of course, our visual director Jasmine, uh, all of our stage eyes, and George and Tara Lynn and Ben, and uh, but and even all of our financial supporters and donors and the uh, Louisville Downtown Lions Club and the Who Done It Murder Mystery, and of course, above all, I thank God for such. A blessing and opportunity, and uh, keeping me encouraged to to keep moving this forward, and providing me with such talented individuals and people that you know have a passion uh, the same way I do for the arts, and that anybody can express despite whatever anybody thinks and what they have going on. Well, Darren, we sure wish you all the all the best. We're looking forward to the performance, and we'll see you back here in two weeks. Most definitely. And if I may plug the link uh, to get sure, tickets for Lady Annalise Rose. Yes. Again, that show is May 26th through June 23rd on Friday evenings. Uh, like us on Facebook at Imagine Blind Players. And the link for tickets is imagineblindplayers.eventbrite.com. That's imagineblindplayers.eventbrite.com. Thank you so much again, Carla. Send to Braille is a free tool for creating a Braille file quickly in Windows. It adds a shortcut to your Send to Folder menu. Once installed, simply point to a file, right-click, select Send to, select Braille, to create a quick Braille file instantly. Download Send to Braille from the American Printing House for the Blind at tech.aph.org lt. Page three. We have another speaker. He's all the way in Arizona, Tucson, uh, tonight. Yep. And he's, we appreciate uh, you talking to us. And this is Debbie Detheridge, president of the, outgoing president of the Greater Local Council of the Blind. And we're happy that you are going to talk to us about ACB radio and all the ways that you can listen to things and different programming. You can listen to on ACB radio and there's a fairly new app that people for with smartphones can download and so uh, Jeff uh, take it away and tell us all about ACB radio. Okay. 
Hello, this is God. <laughs> Hello, this is Adam. Good, uh, good evening, everybody. Well, my name is Jeff Bishop. I'm the president of uh, Arizona Council of the Blind. I'm a national board member and uh, of ACB. And I work here at the University of Arizona as an IT accessibility analyst. So I work with um, students and faculty and staff, and we make sure that, that uh, all of our environments and all that are, are accessible and inclusive for everyone. But what I'm here to talk to you about tonight is ACB Radio. So how many of you are not ACB Radio listeners? You have it. Okay, good. So it sounds like most of you are, and that's really, really good. So ACB Radio has been alive and going strong since 1999. That's uh, when the when things really got started. Jonathan Mosen partnered uh, with uh, Paul Edwards when he was president at that time, and uh, they launched ACB Radio, and uh, it's it's uh, it's grown to seven channels. Um, we'll talk about those in just a minute. There's lots of ways of listening to ACB Radio. You can do it on the web. Uh, by going to www.acbradio.org and then you can uh, pick from the different channels that we have available. Uh, you can use Windows Media Player, you can use Winamp, you can, you can use um, the ACB Radio Tuner application which is available for download from the ACB Radio website and that will actually interface to Winamp and Windows Media Player as well as uh, FUBAR uh, 2000, which is a different media player as well. So lots of choices out there. Um, it does not, I don't think it will work with Groove, which is the new Windows 10 uh, media player. I don't, I haven't tested that. We should do that. There's lots of programming on, on ACB radio, and I'm gonna, going to now talk about each of the, the different streams. And if someone has a, a specific question, then, uh, Adam, if you can sort of let me know, because that's going to be hard for me to hear the audience, but if someone who's sitting near where things are plugged in, that would be really good. Okay, let's talk about the different streams. There are seven of them in total. ACB Radio Mainstream, this is the voice of the blind community. This is where you'll hear shows like Main Menu and um, the Hazelnut Show and Cooking Without Looking and the uh, Handy Handy Around the House program program that Larry Turnbull puts together. And there's uh, lots of different uh, programs out there, as well as uh, uh, programs from different affiliates. GDUI actually uh, presents on Mainstream every month. And Sound Prince. And Sound Prince, yes, and Sound Prince, of course. Um, and uh, so lots of really great programming there. It's basically all talk all the time. Uh, we do bring some content in from different radio reading services from around the, the country, so you will get some of that as well. Uh, and uh, the schedule of, of uh, all of the different shows and all of that is available on the website. The uh, other stream we have is the ACB Radio Cafe. The ACB Radio Cafe is a, is a stream that plays music and only music performed by blind and visually impaired musicians. Um, 
So, you know, Rodney Millsap and Stevie Wonder and, and you know, lots and lots and lots of different artists. We have quite a, 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 a library up there and we're always looking for more. So if you are not hearing a specific artist and you have good contact information uh, for them, then we would love to, to get in touch with them and, and add their music to, to the stream. Okay. We have... Uh, ACB Radio World News and Information. This is a news source. This is something that uh, was re actually requested by a number of people. So this is uh, basically news from around the world. So you're going to get BBC coverage. You're going to get news from all kinds of different sources there. So if you're not getting enough from whatever sources you like and listen to, then you can tune into that stream, and, and that's a 24-hour stream as well. Uh, ACB Radio Interactive is a stream where we have live DJs who present live shows. So you'll get lots of music there. You'll get lots of talk from them. For example, I do a show on Saturdays from 6 to 9 Eastern called the Desert Sky Show. And it's, it's kind of a main menu uh uh, mini show where, where I play lots of music, but we also dive deep into uh, technology um, and, uh, you know, talk a lot about some really cool, fun things. We have two uh, other streams that present content when things are live. Uh, this has to do with, you know, conventions or affiliate conventions, things like that. So we have uh, ACB Radio Live Event, and ACB Radio special event. Now, the reason why we have two is because we outgrew the live event one. Because sometimes we have multiple things going on at the same time, so we need to have multiple places to put people. So that's why they're both there. And um, the website will let you know what stream to listen to when, depending upon what's happening on the on the schedule. Most of the time, it's it, it's it's uh, most of the time it's just on live event, but on on special occasions, it actually will spill over to the other one as well. Okay, and the last stream that we have, who likes old-time radio shows? Yeah. Yay, right? So this is, uh, this actually, which is kind of interesting, is, is the most popular channel of all of, those, of all of them on ACB Radio, and that's ACB Radio Treasure Trove. And I actually program ACB Radio Treasure Trove, and in fact, I have to make sure that things are done for all of next week. I'll get that done tonight because I'll be traveling all of the next week, so I won't be able to uh, do any of that. Um, but uh, ACB Radio Treasure Trove, the programming is done in uh, four-hour blocks. Those blocks repeat six times a day so that people around the world can listen to the shows in their time zone. And um, so if you are not hearing a show that you would like to hear on Treasure Trove and it hasn't been played recently, um, then we will add it to the rotation when a show ends. So what we basically do is we take a program and we run it through its syndication. Um, and, and then we try to replace it with either a like-minded show or a very similar one. Uh, or if we get lots of requests for a specific show, then, then we'll do that. Um, like, uh, for example, uh, we've got lots of requests for the Challenge of the Yukon and, and uh, the Texas Rangers and other, other programs like that. So, so those have been added to the rotation. 
I want to talk a little bit about the people who, the, the volunteers who work on ACB Radio. There's there's a lot of really, really great talent um, throughout the, the um, teams that work on ACB Radio. Specifically, I want to highlight the main menu team. Our main menu team consists of about five or six people, and uh, they work really, really hard to produce content that is really enriching and, and really innovative and uh, current. You've noted, if, if you've listened to Main Menu for the last year or two, you'll notice we've had you know lots of really great content there, including Microsoft and, and others. Um, so it's it's uh, it's been a lot of fun to put together, and, and I know that Jason and, and Randy and Janine um, especially work really really hard on that, and Larry and I work in the background to to support and help them where we can. So lots of really really great work there. You can also, uh, besides using the website, you can also call in uh, and listen to ACB Radio over the phone. Now, Carla, do you have the number? Yes, I do. The phone number for ACB Radio, and you can call it from any phone. Yep. Whether it be a landline or a cell phone, um, is 605-475-8100. And when it answers, um, you'll hear Larry Turnbull's voice, and he will tell you to press one for mainstream, two for cafe, three for treasure trove, and so on. And there's not any, a lot of buttons to press, except that one first choice. So if you go to, let's say, um, mainstream, and you decide you want to stop listening and go to Treasure Trove, um, you can just hit the three for Treasure Trove, and um, it, most of the time it'll take you there. So it's a pretty cool system, and it's not really hard to use. 605-475-8130. Great. Now on the website, uh, you can you can subscribe to lots of podcasts. So a lot of our content is available for download. And I'm gonna go over each of the podcasts that are available. Um, the Braille Forum is available as a podcast. So you can get the, the Braille Forum and the eForum um, as, as a downloadable podcast. And uh, you can have that come right down to your Victor Reader stream or, or your iPhone or whatever gadget of goodness that you use that can support podcasts. Uh, there's the, now this one's become extremely popular and it's, uh, it, 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 we should have done this a long time ago, but uh, this is the ACB events podcast. So this is whatever takes place on live events or special events ends up in this feed. So if you are not unable to catch, for example, later this year, the convention coverage, maybe you're out gallivanting the town, then uh, you can just come home and download the, the coverage and listen to it whenever you want. You can listen to it and as you're laying in bed and you're with your fluffy pillows and, you know, <laughs> and uh, all that. So um, any shows that appear on, uh, on, on uh, special event and live event will appear in that uh, podcast. ACB Reports, which is uh, which is, comes from uh, our Massachusetts affiliate, Affiliates in Action, which is produced by Rick 
Lewis and Rick Morin is uh, is a monthly show where we talk to special interest affiliates, state affiliates, and other national figures, and we bring news from around ACB to you. Uh, Cooking with the Hazelnuts. This is a, a, another show that's produced by Debbie Hazelton and um, Randy Rusnak. As many of you know him as the Big R. And uh, they do a cooking show, and it's fun. It's uh, a little bit different than, um, you know, the, the Cooking Without Looking, which is done by Dale Campbell and Tim Cummings and gang. And Cheryl, Council Connection, the GDOI Juno Report, and uh, Nolan Crabb, the, uh, who used to actually, he has long, long history with ACB. It puts that together along with other people within GDUI. Handy around the house. Larry is a is a is a great uh, worker with his hands, and he comes and talks to us all about ways of doing things around the house. So that's kind of cool. Legendary Insights is is produced by Laura Legendary, who uh, many of you may recall seeing at convention in the exhibit hall. And then of course uh, main menu and. Then um, Sound Prince, and we have another show called On the Inside Track, which interviews um, key figures inside the blind community as well as out, um, but have but have uh, special interest to the blindness community, and speaking out for the blind. So those those are the podcasts that are that are available. Now you say, okay, so I can get these things on my stream, I can get them on the web, I can download them into my computer and listen to them, I can listen to ACB radio on the phone, I can listen to ACB radio um, in my web browser or in my media player on my desktop. Where else can I listen? Well, if you're out in the park or you're uh, taking a walk, you can take ACB radio with you as well. You can uh, use your iPhone uh, and soon-to-be Android device and download the American Council of the Blind's iPhone and soon-to-be Android app called ACB Link. Uh, this application is, uh, is really cool. It, it provides uh, lots, of, lots of great resources on our home tab. Um, there's an affiliate tab where you can look up state and special interest affiliates and, and contact members of those affiliates directly uh, right from your device. And then, of course, uh, there's the radio tab where you can uh, listen to any of the streams that we've talked about. You can also listen to any of the podcasts and all the episodes of those podcasts that we've talked about as well. So lots of really, really great content within ACB Link. Um, and we're, we're going to be adding more and more to ACB Link all the time. Now, ACB Link is free, and the Android version will be free as well. Uh, so all you need to do is open up your App Store or go to the Google Play Store when the Android version releases and download ACB Link. And uh, it works uh, up through iOS 10. Uh, it's fully supported at this time. So uh, I've rambled on for quite a while here, and so I, I want to open it up to questions that anyone may have. Bill Wright. Um, Hello, Bill. Would it be possible to add a schedule to the uh, telephone um, section, like, um, like, like when you go in, you know, one of the sections to have like the scheduled are? Oh, that's interesting. Um, well, I mean, anything's possible. Um, I don't know how possible. 
I will see what we can do. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, Dave Trevino. Uh, Hello, Dave. How are you, sir? Oh, great, great. Glad to hear you. Um, wondering, are there any plans in the works? Maybe they, maybe this hasn't even come up yet. But um, how about a possibility for a, a podcast where blind authors could uh, read their works? Wow, how how interesting is that? I think it's a fantastic idea. I'm not, I, I think the hard part would be finding them all. Hey there, uh, my name is Brianna White. Uh, hello, Brianna. Hello. First of all, um, I'd like to say I've, I've uh, listened to some of your Apple This podcasts. I know you're, um, you post apps um, sometimes on there, and I've enjoyed uh, that. Um, I have two questions, actually. One, um, what is the name of the app again? It's already escaped me. <laughs> uh, ACB Link. ACB Link, okay. And um, another thing, um, volunteering. Um, how is that something that you can do? Like, is that worldwide or is that just in the area or how does that work? The volunteering for the ACB radio, volunteering to work? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. No. Um, Anyone who wants to be a part of ACB Radio definitely can. Um, what I would recommend that you do is um, send an email to support at acbradio.org, and either Larry or myself or others on the team will get in touch with you. Um, if you have an interest in broadcasting or you know whatever you'd like to do, um, we always could use the help, and we always really want other voices as well. And uh, you know, as part of the. Uh, talent pool. So, you know, if you if you want to get involved and you know produce a show, then by all means, let's uh, let's get talking. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. My name is Donna Wheeler, and uh, hello, Donna. How are you? How are you doing? Nice to talk Great. with you. Uh, I wanted to ask. Um, it seems like a lot of people play. All the old-time radio shows, the detectives, the comedies, and blah, blah, blah. But I yeah. would like to hear a uh, played all in its entirety the way it would have back then one of the soap operas. You know, the whole uh, enchilada, the whole episode, you know, from beginning to end. Like, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, Donna. Um, um, Get in touch with me and give me a listing of ones that you might be interested in hearing. And we have a pretty large collection, but that's not to say that we have everything. And if we have it, um, and I can I can get it into rotation, I will I will do it. Um, we're very responsive to people's uh, requests for that. So um, give some thought to you know what you might want and. Um, you know, if if uh, if we have it and it's in decent enough quality to air, then uh, we'll definitely do it. Uh, I want to give everyone, before I forget, I want to give everyone my contact information. So if you want to get in touch with me and you have further questions or comments or suggestions, um, or, or you want to follow up based on anything I've said here, then you can email me. It's easy. It's just Jeff, J-E-F-F, at and then jeffbishop.com. Um, Carla, is there anything else that you wanted me to cover? No, I, th I, th I think he's done a great job. Yeah. Y'all enjoyed it? Yeah. All right. Well, Jeff, 
I know it's about time for you to leave and go home and enjoy and, uh, Friday we'll evening. Yep, about four, four about four thirty. So yeah. we'll get here. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time you're, to you're welcome. be and, with uh, us. And I hope you guys enjoy your dessert and uh, you can email me some. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. All right, guys. Take it easy. Page four. Carl and Adam are working to get Donna Brown on the phone. She is the chair of the ACB Walk. We happen to have a team. It's called the Kentucky E-Racers. And we've had one for the last couple years. And last year, we did okay. But as president of uh, KCB, I want to see us do better this year. Hello, Donna. My name is Debbie Dethridge, and I'm going to be the outgoing president of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, and we're glad to have you on the call tonight. I've never done anything like this before, so this is all new. Um, certainly, thank you for the opportunity to talk about something that I'm pretty passionate about. Uh, so I would imagine you are somewhat familiar with the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Um, just quick little background of it. Um, it's held every summer as part of the ACB National Convention. This will be our ninth year for the walk. Um, in early years, we only raised, well, I shouldn't say only because every little bit is good, um, around $20,000, $25,000. Three years ago, we uh, came up with the idea of having affiliates create teams and up to 50% of donations those teams receive could go back to the affiliates. Um, that has increased the amount of money we raised. The first year, I think it was around 50, 53,000. Last year, $63,000, a little bit better. Our goal this year is $65,000. So um, you're wondering how can you participate? Um, there's various ways. Uh, you don't have to go to the convention, which is really pretty cool, although we'd love to have you at the convention. Um, you can be a walker, you can be a virtual walker. Even if you are going to the convention and your schedule is too busy for you to actually participate in the walk at the convention, you can still register as a virtual walker, it doesn't matter. Um, so, uh, Kentucky has already created a team, uh, that I know. Um, so if you were to register, you would then register as part of the Kentucky team. And uh, once you are registered, it is $25 to register. That's pretty cheap. And actually your affiliate gets half of that back after you register. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, so after you register, then it's time to start seeking donations. And some people think that that's the hardest part. Well, and, and it used to be for me, but it's actually fun now, and it's very easy for me. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of, of what I do, and then if people have questions, you know, that we can go with that. Um, so the first thing I do before I even start asking people, I create three different documents. The first one is on the WALK website, there is a link where you can download a 
uh, paper donation form. And I actually downloaded that. Now, you have to work with it a little bit because, you know, sometimes when you get things off the Internet, they're a little quirky and you, know, you have to work with it. But I've already worked with it. So if anybody wants a copy of mine, I can email that to whoever. Um, so on that form, it has a little bit, it has the mention of the walk and the location. This year, of course, it says Reno, Nevada. Um, I put a little blurb in there that um, half of the donation or 50% of the donation will be going back to the Mountain State Council of the Blind in West Virginia. Uh, and then it, it has a little blurb there about ACB and some of its initiatives. Uh, things that they're working on and then it, it uh, gives the Minnesota address and then it has a uh, spot for people to fill out the form with their name address phone number and, and I already put in where it says uh, walk participant name I fill that in I, I just type that in um, and then it says team name and I type in West Virginia walkers uh, so and then I put of course my contact information if people have questions so then I just print those out and I give those to all kinds of people. I send them to some of my relatives who are not real computer savvy. Um, so I, I mail those. That's really the only expense there is for me, a few stamps. Um, then I also hand those out to people who I know are, are not real tech savvy. Um, I also sometimes just give those to people who I might not be able to email, you know, I don't have email addresses for, or I may not have the opportunity to email them. Like I'm at a Lions Club convention this weekend. I have several copies stashed in my purse, ready to hand out. But I want to tell you a little story of what happened the other day. I was at the wellness center exercising and there's a gentleman who is in the exercise class and, and I've gotten to know some. He's uh, the owner of one of the drugstores in town, a, a more a privately owned drugstore, not, not a, a chain. And so I told him that I was participating in, in the walk and I said, I, I brought a um, sheet with me. I said, would you be interested in sponsoring me? And he said, well, sure. So I gave him the paper. And so then we started talking, and, and I said, have, have you ever heard of talking, you know, prescription labels? He said, no. Well, that was the talk of the, re the exercise class went pretty fast um, that day because we started talking about it. And I said, well, I'd like to come in and talk to you more in, in your store, um, you know, and, and give you some information and, and that kind of thing. So really, the walk opened up a door there, which... That's not the first time that's happened, but that's the most recent one that that's happened. Um, it has really opened up a door for me to actually go and, and talk about something else, you know, that ACB is working on and that can benefit blind and, and low vision people uh, in, in my area. Uh, so, and he did also give a generous donation to the walk. Uh, so, so anyway, that's, I, I ask about everybody that I come in contact. My friends at work, um, you know, you have to be a little careful, so I send out those emails after working hours. Um, people at my church, uh, my church is one of those that, you know, they themselves don't have fundraisers. So, you know, I'm a little bit careful, but I have a lot of real good friends in the church, so I'll either give them a paper copy 
or I will send them an email. Uh, again, I had said some of my relatives are not real tech savvy, so I mail them paper forms. I don't live near most of my aunts and uncles and cousins, and so I, I have to mail those. Very rarely does somebody tell me no. Now, sometimes people just don't ever get to it, but that doesn't really happen very often either. Um, I don't get huge sponsorships. I, I mean, I might have a hundred dollars and maybe a two hundred dollar one here and there. Most of my donations are twenty five dollars, maybe fifty dollars. Uh, but last year, I myself um, raised over twenty five hundred dollars. So it really doesn't take much, you know, effort to raise a lot of money. Our little affiliate, Mountain State Council of the Blind, last year as a team, we raised over $3,000, which meant our affiliate got over $1,500. And for our little measly treasury, that was big money. Yeah. I had a new donor the other day donate $10. Yeah. And he said, I, I wish I could donate more. And I said, hey, that's okay. Yeah. They, they've you got know. one person each year that I think's donated one or two dollars, but guess what? Their name is still up there on yep. that page. Everybody who contributes gets their name up on the page. Well, Donna, um, Donna's at her, as she said, her Lions Club convention this weekend, and she's getting ready to go to a banquet here in a few minutes. Right, Donna? So yeah. we really okay. appreciate you taking the time to be with us, Swin. Uh, I hope I hope that you're all dressed up and ready to go because you're running no, pretty I tight. Am. I just have, have to put my shoes on. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we want that to happen. Now, by the way, in her other life, uh, Donna is a teacher at the West Virginia School for the Blind. And um, we're just getting ready to celebrate, Donna, the 175th anniversary of the of the Kentucky School for the Blind. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so we, we really we appreciate you know what you do in West Virginia, too. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And like I said, if anybody needs you know, any assistance, Carla knows how to get in touch with me, and, and I'm ready to help. Thank you. Uh, okay. Page five, the Sound Prince calendar. On May 2, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its next conference call and program meeting. It'll be at 8 p.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6006, and the code is 294444. On May 3, the KCBPR Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. on the same conference line. May 4 is the meeting of the American Council of Blind Lions. The conference call is a monthly meeting of lions from around the country that gives us an opportunity to share ideas and ways to be involved in our local clubs, as well as to plan ACB Lions activities. The meeting is at 9 p.m. Call 712-432-3900 and enter code 796096. There will be no roundabout on May 5. Instead, we will be holding a derby party on May 6. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to have fun on Derby Day, 10.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries. You can plan to come early, stay late, enjoy friends, food, games, and 
many activities throughout the day. $5 per person at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. For more information and to sign up, call 502-895-4598. On May 7, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its monthly committee meetings, 7 p.m. Advocacy, 8 p.m. Education and Technology, 9 p.m. Activities. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. Tuesday, May 9 is Founders Day at the Kentucky School for the Blind. Celebrate KSB's 175th anniversary at this special Founders Day dinner and program. Tickets are $10 per person and must be purchased in advance. Call Paula Penrod at the school at 502-897-1583, extension 7117, for more information. The program at Founders Day will include, among other things, presentation of the essay contest winners and the Paul J. Langen Outstanding Achievement Award. Also on Tuesday, May 9, is the meeting of the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is SAVVY's monthly meeting and will be at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For more information, contact Rick Bogus at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270-485-8170. On May 11, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its support group from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. This is a great activity for individuals who are just beginning to experience vision loss or who have had low vision for a few years. Call 502-895-4598 for more information. Also on May 11, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold its monthly meeting at 7 p.m. The conference call number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. For more information, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On May 12, GLCB will hold its next roundabout. There will be education and technology Activities from 3.30 to 5, discussion time from 5 to 6, dinner $5 per person at 6 o'clock, and a special presentation of Lady Anderley's Rose, a play presented by the Imagine Blind Players beginning at 7.30. All the activities will take place at UCHM in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 to register. On May 13, explore with all the senses, animals in the backyard. This is a presentation from the American Printing House Museum. 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Meet our city neighbors in the animal world through all the senses, hands-on activities, and interactions with wild animals. This is offered in partnership with the Louisville Nature Center. Free for all ages, but registration is required. Call 899-2213 to sign up. On May 14, KCB Next Generation, 
Our chapter for individuals 40 years old and younger will meet at 8 p.m. by telephone, 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. May 15 is the next meeting of the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board of Directors, 7.30 p.m. on the same conference line, 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On May 16, there are two activities for book lovers and library users. First, from 6 to 7.30 p.m., the Tri-State Library Users will hold its dinner meeting at Clifton Pizza on Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. For more information and to let us know you'll be attending, call Bill Wright, TOU President, at 502-893-0879. Also on May 16 is the next Library Without Walls. This is a conference call sponsored by the Library Users of America and is open to individuals throughout the nation. Listen to the May 7 sound prints for the dial-in number and the topic information. On May 20, there will be a Clifton walking tour, rescheduled from April, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., sponsored by the APH Museum. Join the museum for a walking tour of the Clifton neighborhood, starting at the historic 1883 building on the grounds of the American Printing House for the Blind. We'll learn about the evolution of the area from a sparsely populated rural community in 1830 to a densely settled urban Louisville neighborhood. Free, but best for older children and adults. Call the museum at 502-899-2213 to sign up. Note, please remember that there will be no roundabout on May 19. May 21 is the next meeting of the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association Board of Directors, 8 p.m. by conference call at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On May 22, the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will hold its membership call at 7 p.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. This is a great chance for you to participate in planning a future Guide Dog User activities and to address issues related to Guide Dogs. On May 24, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will hold its peer support group meeting from noon to 2 p.m. at the Bluegrass Council office in Lexington, 1093 South Broadway. For more information and to sign up, call 859-259-1834. Also on May 24, the 8th grade graduation and middle school high school award ceremony for the Kentucky School for the Blind will take place from noon to 2 p.m. in the Ritchie Auditorium on the campus of the school, 1867 Frankfurt Avenue. And then that evening, the KSB High School graduation will also be in the Ritchie Auditorium from 6.30 to 8 p.m. For more information, call the school at 502-897-1583. On May 26th, GLCB will hold a roundabout education and technology activities from 3.30 to 5 p.m., discussion from 5 to 6, dinner 
$5 per person at 6 p.m. Music, games, and crafts from 7 until 10. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville, sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On May 27, you're invited to join KCB Next Generation for a lunch cruise on the Belle of Louisville. Board the boat at 11.30 a.m. and set sail at noon. Tickets are $35 per person and must be purchased through the Kentucky Council of the Blind by May 10. Text Amanda Salm at 502-750-1174 for more information or call KCB at 502-895-4598 to purchase tickets by phone with your credit card. Looking ahead to June. On June 9, the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana invite you to participate in their Guide Dog and Service Dog Eye Screening Clinic, held in conjunction with the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout that day. The doggy screening will take place from 3.30 to 4.45 p.m., and your dog must have been registered with the ACVO through their website by the end of April in order to receive the eye screening. There will be education and tech tips as well as discussion until 6 p.m., dinner from 6 to 7, and bingo, cards, and crafts until 10. On June 10, there's a Kids' Day at the APH Museum with games and activities to help kids learn about blindness. This is a free program from the museum and you will need to call 502-899-2213 to sign up. Also on June 10, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation will hold its all-council picnic. This will be a great afternoon of food and fun beginning at 2 p.m. at the Brown Park in Louisville. More information will be coming soon. June 30 to July 7 is the ACB Spark Success 56th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind in Reno, Sparks, Nevada. Join ACB for this tremendous week of programs, workshops, technology, tours, and of course food, fun, and lots and lots of friends from all over the country. Get the latest information by subscribing to the ACB Convention email list. Send a blank message to acbconvention-subscribe at acb.org. August 4 and 5 is the KSB Alumni Association Conference and Reunion at the Ramada Inn North in Louisville. Save the dates for a great weekend of summertime fun. More details coming soon. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, 
and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.